Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. This is where you'll get to hear incredible stories of female entrepreneurs, business owners, women from all walks of life. Myself, Raymond Jan, and my co-host Abigail will be interviewing incredible women, hearing inspiring stories of women from all around the world. I have no doubt that you will find something that will be life-changing for you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and join us for our future episodes. So hi, welcome to this latest episode of the Women Thrive Podcast. My name is Abigail Rebecca. I'm so excited to host this today. We are going to be talking about a subject that lights me up and I'm sure will light you up as well, all about manifestation, specifically manifestation cycles. Do you ever feel like sometimes you're in this process and manifestation is really easy you are bringing things into fruition with ease and flow. And then sometimes it feels a little bit sticky and a little bit difficult. This is what we're going to be talking about today. So listen up, manifestation queens. This episode is just for you. And we're also joined by an incredible guest. Her name is Tara Andler. She is the co-founder of Ascension Academy of Light with her husband, I love the fact that her and her husband do this together and the children, amazing. So it's a global family-friendly center specializing in intuition, expansion, spiritual growth, inner, outer alchemy, meditation, and of course, the subject of today, manifestation mastery. Welcome, Tara. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here and so excited for this powerful conversation. <laughs> we were just talking off camera about manifestation and about when we join forces with others. And obviously you do, you work a lot with your gorgeous husband and the children are all there. And I, I just, I can't wait to dive into this conversation and to find out more about your work and how you help your tribe. But I'd really love to hear from, in your words, like what you do, what you've created, how you serve this world, and also a little bit of your story as well. Yeah, for sure. It's been this incredible journey where I feel like spirit put me on the path really early, really young. I was always super open. I could hear angels and fairies and energies and read people's energies from the time I was like four, five, six. And then I'm so grateful to cross paths with this English teacher that I had in grade nine. And he started talking about California and meditation retreats he was going on. Now, this was back in like the 19, early 1990s. So meditation wasn't a normal thing, but it drew me in so powerfully 
that I kept every time we talk about it, I'm like, can you talk about that more? Can you talk about that more? And finally, he said, I want you to do this independent study. You can pick any subject you want and we'll make it work. And everybody else was choosing more normal, I would call them subjects. And I wanted to talk about meditation and yoga, but there were no books anywhere. We didn't really have internet the way that we do now. Well, we definitely didn't have it back then. And he said, I have some books for you. I'm going to bring them to class tomorrow. So he brought me three books, one that was on Qigong and energy healing. One was on meditation and one was on yoga, the eight limbs of yoga. I took these books. I still have, oh, and another one was on reflexology. Sorry, there were four. I took these books in. They became like my living, walking, breathing Bible. Like they were so much a part of my life. So I taught myself how to meditate when I was 14. And it set the wheel in motion for me to become an energy healer and a holistic healthcare practitioner, certified aromatherapist, certified flexology. Like I did every alternative modality under the sun after I finished university and it lit me up. And I remember thinking to myself, if I can do this for the rest of my life, I will be the happiest girl forever. And it's been that way now for 21 years, I started my business and I've supported so many beautiful clients. I've actually worked with over 14,000 one-to-one clients. That's not including our groups and our retreats and all the beautiful things that we do now online. And then when I met Gabriel in California, he was already doing his thing as a spiritual practitioner. He was very powerful in the energy work that he did. And then Sparks went off when we met. That's a whole other story for another day. But Sparks went off when we met and it moved fast. We were engaged in three months, married within six months of meeting. And we started this wild journey of traveling around the world to wait for immigration to come through for Canada. And he kept wanting to join the business together with us because he could see the mission. I wasn't ready for it as yet. I felt like I had built so much prior to that that I wasn't ready to let go. And I could see the vision too, but I was like, not yet. There was still some things I wanted to do solo. And it wasn't until we had babies and Aria came along, our daughter, she's now seven. And I said, I think it's time. And so we started to entertain this idea and start to formulate a new vision. And I remember being pregnant with her in the backyard and this huge vision dropped down of Ascension Academy of Light. And we talked about it and the whole framework dropped down in less than an hour. And then thankfully we had set that in motion because then I got pregnant with twin boys and the, the game changed. There was no more going to Toronto to see clients in person. I was so grateful that we had already moved everything online at that point. And I was even more grateful that I had this incredible partner that I could lean on for support. We could tag team because there were days, many, many days, I'd say six months of days where I only had about two to three hours of sleep at night because the boys only wanted to breastfeed. So I was up every 20 minutes, rotating, rotating. And so there were days where I brought it and I brought it strong and I let the light power up through me. But there were days that I, I was a little sleepy and tired. And I was so grateful because I could say, hey, Gero, like, I trust that you got this. I trust that you are going to hold the fort and you're going to bring the light. And he would step in so beautifully, so powerfully. And it's been such a joy to be able to co-create with him now and now with the little ones because we're on this path of creating the most exceptional life ever. And whoever wants to create that too, let's do that now because I feel like we're here to create heaven on earth. And I think we're, we're supposed to be doing that now. So that's a little bit, a little backstory. I love this journey that you've been on around really opening up to new possibilities. And I can imagine that building your business yourself and then even your partner, like just that trust and that level of, I don't know, just like letting it go, just like trusting the process, like 
I can only imagine. I'm kind of going through something like that at the moment. So this is really interesting to hear. And also that you include your children and children, incredible manifestors. Like they just blow me away. I'm like, yeah, you can have whatever you want because there is no other option. And you're using this beautiful magic creativity. I bet you're so inspired to have them around, right? As you're building your empire. Every single day inspired by them. They drop the most amazing pieces of wisdom. Like Aria, there was a day Gabriel was teaching and she just walked in and we never said like, you have to stay out. She was in every video when she was just little. I still did my lives. I taught my classes. I, I said for a whole, well, the boys wanted to breastfeed for four years. So for four years, almost every video, I had a baby on a boob. And it was just, it was just the way life had to be, right? But there were times where, and the energy, like breastfeeding and facilitating, I was amazed by the energy that would come through. Like they were helping me to also co-facilitate. It wasn't just me. I might've been the voice, but they were bringing the energy. So it was like, they knew mama's doing her thing. We got to bring the energy for her so that we could be here too. And then Aria would come in sometimes to our classes or Gabriel session. And she drops in one day and she says, daddy, everything's better in application. And then she just walks away and leaves. And, and we're like, so brilliant. Of course, it's better in application because it's the theory, right? We know that the, the books, the theory, we read something, but then there's the applying of the wisdom the application of the teaching. And so we use that as a whole focal point for our teachings to deepen it for everybody. I'm like, if a five-year young child can get that, I'm pretty sure we can, we can do that too. <laughs> <laughs> That's just like a golden nugget. She just like squeaks in and then squeaks out again. <laughs> All the time. And they ask big questions now too. Like they'll ask really big questions. What is God? How did we all get here? What are we? Who created us? What created us? Like really big questions. And then I'll say, well, what do you think? And they'll say, I think God created it all. And then they said, what is God? And I said, well, what do you think God is? And they said, everything, energy, all of it. And they said, all right, perfect. Because that's what we believe too, right? And we never said that to them. We've let them have their experience and we're learning with them too, which is so beautiful. Yeah, it's lovely to hear you talk about it. So manifestation, so you're a great manifester, right? Collectively, I mean, just explain to us where you are at the moment. Where are you dialing in from today and why are you there? Yes, well, I had to create a whole new scene for for this because we're down in Puerto Aventuras, Mexico. We arrived just maybe four days ago and we were here in the spring and we we loved to travel. Gabriel and I always did. And then we had babies and then the world went a little haywire. And so we grounded and we were the monks of the mountain in Northern Ontario for a good three years. And then all of a sudden said, okay, it feels like it's time to fly again. And so we tested this area out last spring and fell in love with it. I had probably 50 deja vus in one week while being down here. And deja vus for me are always that signal for my higher self that you're exactly where you need to be. You're in alignment. This is co-created for you, with you, through you, by you. You're, you need to, you're here and you need to be here and fully, fully accept that. And so I accepted this whole reality and Gabriel and I said, let's do this. We're going to do six and six. And so we're here for six months. And then in the spring, we'll fly back to Canada. And it's so incredible. Even our children, like I was sharing with you, as it was getting cold in Canada, Aria said, I'm ready now. I'm ready to go. It's getting cold here. 
I'm ready for Mexico. And they're helping to facilitate this dream too, because it's what they want. And so this is where we are for the next six months. Amazing. How fantastic that we can carve out our business to support our lifestyle and not the other way around, right? I love the fact that you've created your whole company based on your love of travel. And I love to travel and I'm sure that all of our listeners to some extent love to travel and love to have those experiences. Yeah, it's beautiful. And it takes courage to do that, right? Because we get into our comfort, but I like comfort and I like change. So I have this balance of the two. And sometimes I can feel when I get a little too comfortable or a little too complacent, my energy actually starts to come in. And when I feel that, I know I got to Either change is going to be upon me from my higher self to knock me into a new, like, let's go. Or I've got to choose it for myself. And if I could be conscious of that, and I think that that's really powerful for everybody to notice for themselves, when is your energy really expand, expanded or where is your energy really expanded? And when does it come in? And I think there's a time for it to come in because that's that sacred moment to go within. It's like the winter, right? To take internal notice, do some inner transformation. But it also doesn't need to take forever. This is the thing that we've learned is that you can do a winter in an hour. You could do a winter in a day. It doesn't have to be like in Canada, six months of winter in order to do that internal hibernation. And so when I felt that internal momentum, I took the opportunity to say, okay, where are we at? Let's take stock. Let's clean house. Let's do some internal cleanup and transformation so that we can expand again. Because when our energy field is really expansive, that's when manifestation is going to be easy. When it contracts and it comes in, things kind of slow down a little bit. It's an important part of the process. But time isn't the thing when it comes to manifestation. A lot of people get hung up over time because it's not happening as yet. I manifested this thing a year ago. Why hasn't it happened as yet? I'm waiting for this thing to happen. Not time. We think it's time. It's consciousness. And the moment we can shift our consciousness internally, then all of a sudden time evaporates, it smashes, it's gone. It, it's, it, it's, not a, it's not a relevant thing anymore. And you find yourself instantly manifesting the things that you might've been holding for a year or 10 or five or even six months. It's a consciousness shift. And so for us, when we feel that energy coming in, I take note, I do the internal transformation, but then the expansion comes. And for us being down here, I feel very expanded. My energy, my light feels expansive. And so I think for each person to know, if you love travel and it expands you, then take the internal voyage, the internal journey to shift and transform. But then you have to have courage to change up comforts because the comforts can hold us. It's really interesting that you're talking about this because a couple of weeks ago on the, the full moon, I went to a beautiful woman's circle it was actually the day of the full moon and we're in this gorgeous year and I'm in the UK. So we are fully in our autumn now. Like I think we've skipped autumn. I think we're now in winter and just these beautiful women around the, the conversation was around. We're in our winter and it's time to go inwards. And, and everyone was kind of talking into that. And I was sat there and I was like, ready, I'm ready for my winter. I am like full in summer. Like, see, and I just come back from Spain. I just come back from traveling and had the most amazing one week in Spain. And I'm like, I there are things to do. I'm not ready for my winter yet. 
And I also agree with you about the, like, just the, the, the feeling of that expansion, like the, the consciousness around that expansion. All through my 20s, I used to move somewhere different every six months. And every time I moved, there was like a di- like another level of myself had been impeeled. And I didn't realize this at the time. I didn't know that I was developing internally. I just saw it as, hey, I'm, I feel different. And now every time I need to shift, I feel stagnant, I'm off. I travel and then things always show up for me when I've shifted my position and taken myself into a different situation. And obviously that's what you were talking about. What other things do you use? So when we're talking about the cycles of manifestation and sometimes it can feel really easy and flowy and like, that was so easy. And then sometimes like, when's it going to happen? What else do you use? What other tools do you use to shift that feeling, that inner, whatever it is inside of you to be able to then go out and expand and manifest? Yeah, I love that question. I bring light to everything. I fully believe it. And our kiddos believe this too. We were talking about light the other night. And I said, imagine yourself because they were scared at night and they said I'm a little scared and I said okay just imagine light flowing in light being as bright as the sun because you're as bright as the sun and the boys were like we're brighter than the sun I'm like yes you are you are brighter than the sun like they were totally getting it because when we feel that closure of energy coming in like the winter and like I said winter could be one hour winter could feel like 30 minutes it doesn't have to be this long drawn out thing unless people choose it to be you can create your summer daily if you want by being able to bring in the light so if if you connect to source creator god the infinite the divine there's many names for the same thing connecting to that divine energy and allowing it to come into your crown into your body your vessel your chakras your field allow it to come fully in then all of a sudden Your whole field expands with this radiant light. It remembers the light within. It activates because inside of us, we have light. There's light particles. We know this from Krillian photography, the aura readings. We're pure color and light. They see light radiating off our skin. They see light within our bodies, every organ. If if an organ is not well, there's very little light. When it's well, it's radiant. We are light. We even have light rods off the ends of every DNA strand. And so when we embody more light and bring the light in, even if you use the analogy of the sun, because I think it's a really great analogy for people to kind of plug into and say, okay, I got the sun. I know what the sun looks like. I know what it feels like. It's warm, it's nurturing, it's life-giving, it's supportive. It powers you up. And every cell and every part of you goes, oh, we're back in summer. We're back in creation. Well, we're back in expansion. Now we can go because again, in the winter, there's very little light, at least in the Northern hemispheres, it's very little light. All the plants other than the pine trees, which I love and adore pine trees for this because they stay vibrant like all every season, but all the other trees, they lose their leaves. They go quiet. All the plants go quiet and they withdraw to conserve energy. I feel like we do the same thing. If the light starts to go dim internally or externally, we start to conserve energy. And then we go into more of a, the hibernation phase, which could feel like more of a survival. It feels more like things are slower. It's like toffee. It moves slower because winter, everything slows 
down. Hibernation, think of bears, their heart rate slows down. Everything goes down. So everything starts to move slower. And so then our manifestations seem to move slower. So I find if I plug into the light daily and I do this, even being down here, I plug into the light daily and I expand the light so that my cells remember and could create a summer moment, even in the middle of winter and expand the light and keep expanding the light. That is one of the, my most favorite tools. And I do this daily. We teach the kiddos to do that too. When they feel off, when they feel scared, when they want to create something. And even when Gabriel and I sit down to have our meetings and co-create, we're bringing the light into that experience because I only want to create in the light because it's the most fun. It sounds so simple, but it's so effective and so powerful. And when you're talking about it, you're just completely lighting up, right? So even just thinking about it, it's lighting you up. I always feel that nature is such a great guide when it comes to manifestation. And yes, okay, there's the natural cycles of the moon and nature and the seasons. And we have our own cycles that may or might may not coordinate with that. But if ever I'm like in that place where it does feel dark and things are stagnant and things aren't moving, first of all, I think, well, I need to do this, right? Because I always believe that the breakthroughs come after the breakdowns. So I'm like, okay, this is, I understand it now. I know myself. I know what happens. I know what the process is. And even though I wouldn't choose to be like this eternally, I know that this is a process that I need to go through. But whenever I'm feeling like that, I always look into my garden and just see, even in the winter, the birds and the animals are taken care of, right? Nature provides for all of us in her own way. So I, I, I love that you use that analogy of nature. I agree. And I think it's such a great reminder because if we can look to nature and remind ourselves that even in the, even in the thick of winter, the chickadees are still doing great. The blue jays are doing great. Everything's wonderful. Like everything really is provided for. And I think that's a, that's an internal dialogue or an internal message that we can always come back to and remind ourselves of that because it's great when manifestation is working, but when things get thick or they start to slow down, fears start to come up for people, insecurities, doubt, all of that stuff starts to surface from the lower side of ourselves. And then it, it cracks, it creates these ripple effects then of, am I creating properly? Am I manifesting effectively? Why is this happening so quickly anymore? And if you can remind yourself that everything's taken care of, everything, including you, everything is taken care of. Okay, great. So if I know that inherently, I know everything and everyone on this planet is taken care of by divine light, by divine source. I too am a part of that. That's such a powerful mantra. It's such a powerful belief system to encode here because when the, when the thick happens, when the stuff hits the fan, you might remember that. You might have a fallout moment but you remember, I know that everything's taken care of. I'm going to look at my window. I'm going to look at nature. Everything's taken care of. And that's where those winter moments come. And so this is where manifestation, I've been hearing this from clients a lot lately. It feels like certain manifestations are, are moving really quick. And it feels like certain manifestations are going really slow. Why? Why can't it just work consistently across the board? Like A, B, C, D, like it should be consistent. It's the same formula. And I was like, yes, it is. However, there are different stages, cycles, and phases of manifestation and transformation. 
and they work hand in hand. So if a manifestation is happening quickly, it's most likely because you've already done the internal work. You've already done the internal cleanup. You're already good. Your energy is sound. It's expanded. Your belief systems might be strong about that. You're, you're on point. You've done the internal work. So then you set in motion something and it happens. So you're like, bro, that was so easy. Fantastic. I wanted to be that way all the time. Great. I do too. And how you get it to be that way more often than not is by continuing to do that internal transformation. And something that I was sharing with our clients the other day, I said, right now we're in this space where we're actively saying, I choose transformation. Yes, I transform. And I said, I said many times in our life, transformation kind of hits us, right? Like we're living life all of a sudden, whack, something happens, or something falls or we crash down. And we're like, why is this happening? And if we actually look at what's happening, there's a moment of transformation. And that moment is your inner outer alchemy. Alchemy and transformation, it's the same thing. It's moving something inside, shifting some aspect of you, whether it be your thoughts, your emotions, your energy, so that the external can manifest and be harmonious with you. And it can happen with ease. And so right now, if you can go into a space to say, yes, I choose transformation, it's less likely to come pounding down your door when you least expect it and have you have the crash down moments. Instead, you're saying, I'm conscious of transformation. I'm conscious of the big manifestations and creations that I want. And I'm conscious of, I may need to do some internal cleanup. I might do need to do some internal work call it work, not work, that you have to do inside so that you become harmonized. They call it vibrational match. It's harmony so that your thoughts are in alignment with the, the future version of you and what you want. Your emotions are capable of handling who you're about to become because you become someone different with each manifestation cycle. So who I am today in being here is very different than who I was when Gabriel and I used to travel and live six months in all these different places, we have kids now. So it's a different cycle. It's a different season. It's a different, I have to be different. I have to manage my energy differently. And so I had to grow into that. Now, did it take me maybe five years, six years? Yeah. It took me five or six years to grow into that, to say, I feel good about being able to travel with the kiddos, knowing that they're great. We're great. We can still run our business and have fun and do our thing and be with them. That took so that it doesn't need to take that much time. That's just an example of the internal and external transformation that we go through. Yeah. And what would you say to anyone who is feeling that maybe things aren't showing up for them in the way that they want to show up in terms of their like emotions? Because you're talking about a lot about being a vibrational match. So low vibrational, what are you going to be attracting in really things that match that? A low vibration, high vibrational, whatever it is you're trying to attract, you want to attract in opportunities, clients, many collaborations, relationships, whatever it is that you. So it's like being an energetic match for that. If you're in that place of pre-manifestation or transformation if you're in your winter how do you manage your emotions and your energy around that yeah it's a great question because the emotions get big especially if we're moving through stuff or we're hit with a challenge or it feels slow so one of the things to do is 
it comes back to, and I love this analogy of like the caterpillar, the chrysalis and the butterfly. Most people know that. We know about transformation being in these three distinct phases, but there's more than that because then the butterfly lays eggs and then the lay eggs have to mature. And then they, for, there's, there's a maturation that happens all throughout. So I would say first look at and be honest with self, what phase am I in? Am I just getting ready to plant ideas? Like that's the seed, that's the egg. Am I just getting ready to initiate? Because that's the egg phase. The egg phase, it takes a little bit of energy. I won't say time, it's energy and consciousness to allow those to come to fruition and to then move into the next cycle. And the, the caterpillar, and this is the interesting thing is that everybody wants to become the butterfly. In our family, we love the caterpillars. They are the cutest things. Some are fuzzy, some are spiky, some are really super colorful. Some have blend in, some are pink. We saw pink. I think they've become the rose, the maple rosy moth or rosy maple moth or something. And they're for the maple tree. And the caterpillar is vibrant green. And then it's so cute. And it doesn't have any fur and it eats the maple leaves and it, it lays its egg in the maple leaf. It feeds on the maple leaf. And then when, when it becomes the rosy maple moth, which is pink and fuzzy and white and beautiful, they're the cutest little moths I've ever seen. They look like a butterfly. They live on the tree. So they're this incredible, like I think about the phases of these cycles and each one has its place. But a lot of times we want to rush through to get to the destination. We want to get to Mexico. We want to get to the abundance. We want to get to the place. But there's a journey that we need to take sometimes. And so first ask yourself, what phase am I in? Am I just getting ready to plant the seeds, the ideas? Am I now starting to learn my way? And that's the caterpillar. The caterpillar is exploring. It's taking in information. It's adjusting to this new possibility that it's going to become. And to love each cycle. Because a lot of times we're like, I don't want to be a caterpillar anymore. I want to be the butterfly already. But you have one more cycle to go through. So what I was sharing with our clients the other day is to look at each cycle that you're in or wherever you are and love and bless, have compassion for each cycle and give so much gratitude. I'm so grateful for the egg phase because that's new ideas being birthed, new potentiality and possibility. So exciting. And then we become the caterpillar. We're exploring the world and we're kind of getting our new footing. And that's all that internal stuff that's about to happen. So you're like, I might need to be this way. I might need to navigate the world this way. I might need to work on my belief systems. I might need to work on my emotions. Maybe I need to move. I don't know. I might need to make some change. You start seeing what has to happen next. And love that phase up too, because that's just as important because it's a part of the journey and the process to help the manifestation along quickly. So if you can bless it and love it, then you gracefully move into the chrysalis and that's the undoing. And that can feel really uncomfortable for people. But if you can remember I'm going to bless the undoing. I'm going to love up the undoing because I'm going to, I'm going to remember that there is, there is encoded within me a blueprint that I'm going to become. I'm getting ready to become the next version of myself. I'm getting ready to birth the next version of myself. I'm getting ready to grow into the next beautiful, shinier, most evolved version of myself that I have known and haven't known, but I'm stepping into and I deeply know it. I'm getting ready to step into that. And so if you can bless the chrysalis phase when it's awkward and strange and unusual, I use breath. I use source all the time. I'm saying clear. I move through my emotions. I feel what I feel. I let myself, we had a crazy journey here. 
crazy. It's instead of it being four hours flight, we were on the tarmac for two hours because the engine wouldn't start. They had to fix it. We were on the plane forever. And with children, a four hour flight is already a little bit of a stretch. Now we're on the tar, like we're in a plane now, six hours. And so the kids were getting antsy. People are getting antsy. But I was really mindful to the emotions they were feeling and what I was feeling because I realized this was part of the journey. And when I asked myself the question, okay, why isn't the engine starting? What I heard was, do I have any hesitancy right now? Is there any fear? Is there anything holding me back? And a lot of times that comes up in the moment of massive transformation because you're letting go of an old version of yourself. You haven't yet stepped into this new version and you're in this awkward in-between where you're like, I just want to get to the destination already. And if it's not happening fast enough or that process is feeling slow or it's feeling sticky, do I have any hesitation? Is there any internal resistance? Resistance to becoming this new version? Is there any hesitancy about leaving that old version? And when I asked myself this question when we were on the plane, I heard, yeah, there was hesitancy because my parents just went through some crazy stuff. They had their full house that this, built this beautiful, like beautiful 10,000 square foot house and worked their butts off like for real. When I say work hard, they worked hard to create this house. Finally moved into it five years ago and the whole thing burnt to the ground in 30 minutes oh. when we were here in the spring. And I felt helpless when we were here because I couldn't do anything. I couldn't go hug them. I said, do you want us to fly home? It was like, there's nothing you can do. Stay there. Enjoy your time. We did everything we could. We started a, like a gives, I can't remember what it's called, gives and go campaign. We got a lot of things in motion to support because they're retired. They're 75 now. They don't have any new income coming in. They worked their whole lives to save, to build this house, to have it all burned to the ground. And I had hesitancy in coming here. I didn't know it. All I was thinking about was, I'm going to Mexico for six months. I'm excited. I know the expansion is going to come. But when I really asked myself that question, I got honest and I said, is there any hesitancy? I felt yes. I've heard yes. And my heart wants to be there to help support my mom and dad. They're still moving through it. The house, their new house isn't finished being built. So they're living in a cottage right now. And so there's this weird in between where it's like, I'm thriving and I'm watching them still struggle. That's really challenging for me personally, because I don't like seeing even my clients stay in struggle for too long. I'm like, well, move, let's move, let's move. And I'm doing my best to support them. And I had to recognize that I had hesitancy in what I felt leaving them there in that still what they're moving through. So when I felt that, when I said, okay, spirit's his creator, let's move this energy. Let's move the grief. Let's move the sadness. I honor it. I feel it. And I'm also going to give space to, to love it. Because I know that if I release it and let it go and I use my breath and I use the light that pours through me to move the energy, to clear it. I use that word all the time, clear. To clear the energy, to, to wash it free. It washes it for me and it washes it for them. And then there's freedom, there's expansion, there's change that can happen for everybody. Because I then know that as I transition to being here, and then all of a sudden the engines start off on the plate, right? Like that was the interesting thing. Oh, we got the engines going. I'm like, of course he did. Right at the moment where I cleared the energy. And then we got here, right? And it was, if there was still some other bumps and stuff that had happened along the way, but 
getting here, I know how expanded my energy is when I am here, which allows more abundance. Because I've said, if I had an extra $100,000 drop into my lap today, I would literally take that and say, here, finish building what you need to build. Yeah. So it allows me to grow, which allows them to also grow. So this is the thing that we have to be mindful of because sometimes we hold ourselves back, be it emotions, be it our comforts, be it our belief systems of the old version, the old way, the old us, the way we run our business, the way we have our life. We hold ourselves back, maybe for fear of becoming the new, maybe for fear of letting go of the old. And if you can ask yourself that question, is there any resistance or hesitancy? You'll see it. You'll feel it. Use your breath. Honor it, but then let it go. Breathe it out. Release it. Create space. Because the moment you create space, there's expansion again. And if you use that technique that I was talking about at the beginning of bringing light in, then you you will move through that chrysalis phase with much more ease and grace. You then move into the butterfly phase. And then you're like, I'm expanded. My wings are expanded. And you know how good that feels. We all know how good that feels. But just know that the cycle will start all over again because the butterfly then drops some more eggs and the cycle starts all over again. So being conscious and and actively saying, I'm okay with transformation. I'm okay with change. And I'm okay with having some comfortable things too. But just know that when change comes and it knocks or you feel that pull or you feel the winter, you feel the slowdown, if you can power up, have some strength, have some courage, have some bravery. Say, so you know what? I'm going to open the door to transformation before it plows down my door. It'll be so much easier. You'll actually move through. Like I said, your winter will move through maybe in an hour. For me, it was the plane ride. That was pretty short for it. I was moving through a lot of really big emotions when I was thinking about my mom and dad and moving through that. Beautiful, Tara. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, some real key takeaways there about the different phases and really very importantly being grateful really practicing that gratitude for everything that you have even though it might not seem like the direction that you're wanting to go at that present time being grateful for it being able to shift through it time is running away from us I love the fact that you replace time with energy so energy is running away from us well no it's not because we're still here right in our beautiful energy Tara we're so excited for you to speak on our stage at the Women Thrive Summit because of course you are one of our incredible speakers and I'd really love to know like what it is that you're most looking forward to about speaking on the Women Thrive stage Yeah, I am so excited. I mean, the women are incredible. All of you as leaders and holding the space for us. There's so much beauty, love and support. Like already I'm feeling the energy of that. Even though it's coming into the new year where we'll be speaking, I feel the love. I feel the support. There's this true container that you all have co-created. And it's so beautiful to be able to step into that and to be surrounded by other really beautiful leaders as well. It's such an incredible experience to know that you're in this peer environment with other women who are leading in such powerful ways. I love that. That's the first thing. I also just, I love being a part of things like this because it's so much fun to be able to light the energy up, right? To bring the light and say, here we are. We're all going to share. We're all going to shine. We're all going to inspire. And I know each person listening is going to grab something. Some, there's going to be a nugget. There's going to be a piece. There's going to be a gem from each person. 
And that I think is so incredible because in that space, talk about transformation. So much transformation is going to happen in that summit on so many levels, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, monetarily, business ideas. Like I could just see all these sparks lighting up as the participants are taking it in. So that's what excites me because I love when people get lit up and, and their sparks start firing because then we do incredible things on the planet. Yeah, it really is. It really is incredible energy to be in. And we're very excited that you're part of this mission with us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tara, for sharing your beautiful wisdom today. Where can people find you? Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, the best place would be Facebook is where I hang out most of the time because I go live there regularly. You can connect with me on Instagram as well, but definitely check me out on Facebook because that's where I am all the time. We have a weekly show. We have an incredible group. There's so much inspiration there and that would be the best place to come and hang out. Yeah. Well, we thank have you for having me, by the way. So grateful to have this conversation with you. You're welcome. I love when we were, when, before we hit play and we were like, let's talk, you were like, let's talk about manifestation. I was like, yes, let's talk about that. I mean, we could do like a, well, a year long show, right? <laughs> I could talk about it all day, every day. <laughs> so it's, it's great. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with us. And we will make sure that all of the links are below. So if you're listening to this, you're watching this, then please Click on the links below. Make sure that you are following Tara. Make sure that you are part of her movement. Subscribe to her list. Follow her on social media. And beautiful energy to play in. And of course, if you have any questions at all about anything that we've talked about today, then please reach out to us. You can either reach out to us here at Women Thrive or you can reach out to Tara and yeah, we're, we are very, very happy to carry on this conversation. Thank you so, so much for watching us today, for listening to us today. Thank you so much, Tara. And we will see you on the next episode of the Women Thrive podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in to Women Thrive Podcast. If you found today's episode empowering and inspiring, be sure to subscribe and follow us. Better yet, leave a review and share it with others. We're committed to bringing you more stories that will empower and inspire you on your own journey. Until next time, keep listening, keep learning, and keep pursuing your dreams.